Hi everybody, welcome to Formlessness Podcast. It's the show that's always being the show where we talk about this time human human death. Um facing fear of death. Is facing the fear of death a ploy to get people to kill themselves and end the extinctify the human race? I don't know. I feel like um, there's this paradox happening right now where facing the fear of death, accepting mortality, um, these things that are so inherent at the base level of our all of our psychology and that can can uh, great empowerment and clarity can be found through exploring one's relationship with these areas of existence and um um accepting the reality of them and not trying to you know put 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 put, 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 put off the inevitable or uh, I'm just fixing one of my one of my speaker monitors just it's just like on the very verge of tipping tipping off I'm being tipped off by my computer by my speaker monitor almost tipping off the table that it's time to make a change and that change is to reset the monitor so that it is direct and uh, uh, upright and facing my ear and we're all being asked to make some changes and really look at the how we actually feel about death I mean I don't know how I feel about this. On one hand, it's like these things I've been saying. It's like I can see the. I mean, I do think. I think this is the the reality that is true. Where I I look into the world, I see all of this death and um, chaos and horror and um, these these things of all these people. You know, the the situation that we're in. In this moment, collectively, you know, I'm just looking at it and I'm seeing, I'm thinking, uh, I'm going to die. Everyone's going to die. We're going down. Um, all of this stuff that the society and the government and the media are expressing seems to be a very clearly or a very thinly veiled um, psychological um tr- manipulation ground to get people to uh be okay to kill themselves essentially uh or to be okay with killing other people i mean they look at i've been trying to watch squid games oh, i can't stop feeling like i'm being directly conditioned to be okay with the situation of that show happening in real life and on one hand there is a perspective where i look at that where i think maybe i maybe i am being asked to accept this maybe i am being maybe we are in this situation where it's like each of us chooses how to despite 
well, I, I don't know. I'm just like caught in a corner here because it's like, well, I'll say what I was going to say, which is like each of us chooses to see who we are and choose how we see ourselves and how we relate our being into the world and therefore the value and the life force and the ways of navigating reality are each of our own responsibilities. And I feel that on one hand, but on the other hand, and, and, and I guess like the implication of that statement is that um, people who don't know how to value themselves or feel this way about themselves are going to be fucking, they're going to be killed or they're going to die. Um, and maybe accepting that uh, is what's necessary for me and for everyone as a um, secondary uh, association with the primordial fear of direct death of oneself like accepting the death of other people is like a tangentially associated with that and it's really the same thing so maybe i need to just accept other people's death and i guess i think that's true but i think it doesn't mean that i should stop uh advocating for the change i want to see in this world which is this i want to provide a non-traumatic and direct communication of the reality of how to navigate life as a human and i feel my entire life has been extremely um influenced by the trauma of existing around society and around other people who do not provide that direct uh, information and have many physical, mental, and emotional habits that do not align with the freedom of other people or the autonomy of other people or the innate uh, understanding that everybody has a subjective value that they choose uh, how to, they choose everybody. I mean, it's, it's just like interesting. It's like I'm stuck in this paradox where everyone chooses, everyone is free to be who they want to be and to do whatever they want from the perspective of the actual truth of what's going on, like the actual grounded reality of sort of physics and mathematics that is true. However, it's not true when we live in the world we live in, which is controlled through trauma-based conditioning, where people are traumatized into seeing themselves in certain ways and believing certain things and you know, forcibly, controllably traumatized to feel these things. And for me, I can't deny that my entire life has been uh, almost completely encapsulated by this um, this stuff where I, as, as, as strong as my mental fortitude is and as clear and consciously as I've developed my own relationship with myself, the physical bodily trauma responses have limited and controlled my the possibilities of my life uh, to a degree that is far more uh, of a percentage of what I've, like, I just feel like 
probably 75% of my entire life has just been spent living within the suffering of trauma that creates its own uh, prison. Um, even though when I was being traumatized, I knew what was happening. Uh, you know, before I was being traumatized, I knew what could happen and I prepared myself to defend psychologically and emotionally against it. Just like, I don't, uh, I don't know how to rectify this stuff. Um, I don't think there's any way of denying or moving past trauma without experiencing the limitations that it creates. And this is why I feel unsure about how to approach this current situation. Because it's like, on one hand, people, traumatized people have traumatized me, and people who have been traumatized to the point of losing their faith in who they are completely become they you know they 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 essentially do join the dark side in the sense of they just become a host for these inhumane energies and they are responsible for you know this unspeakable suffering that i have experience in my lifetime of just being physically abused, bullied, psychologically abused and tormented, emotionally manipulated, taken advantage of all this stuff from people that I constantly, moment after moment after moment, gave the benefit of the doubt to, chose to see as human souls, um, chose to forgive, chose to allow, and it just never ended, you know, it just doesn't end. I, I, I I'm out of capability to hold space for seeing these people as people when they just seem to have let go of that aspect of who they really are completely and just become a host for these energies. And so on one hand, it's like, yeah, fuck you, bitches, fucking die. You know, thank God if all these people die, maybe I'll have, maybe I can walk down the street without feeling the hate and projected judgment of people who are lost in these energies and who see me as a free soul and choose to sabotage my heart uh, through the openness that it has. That on one hand, <laughs> that's how I feel. But on the other hand, it's like, the whole reason we're in this position in the first place is that the, the this direct communication of the truth of who we are is not prioritized and i personally the the you know the other hand of this is like i've been closely associated with people my entire life with this whole other reality i've just like just been on the verge of the of the reality of being able to have healthy conscious relationships that will would allow me to heal and express myself as who i am and change and process through this physical trauma and yet because i am my body is a representation of a traumatized person. These, there have been extremely few people who have chosen to see past my trauma and allow me the, the space and the opportunity to move into new uh, areas where I, I essentially just need to process through uh, trauma during like the first few 
moments of an interaction, and if someone holds space for that, I can then uh, there there uh, I'm allowed within I allow myself through doing that to to begin to see myself as who I am, to see myself as a human who's deserving of love and kindness and respect and time and care, and yet because I have spent so much time around people who don't do that there's like a barrier that's created there just through the the physical trauma memory and the people who are not traumatized who are healthy so so few of them are able to hold that small space to allow for a moment of true um recognition and so this is a but this is the paradox. I've known this my whole life and I've said to myself I will be I will I will do what these other people are not doing. I'll hold space for other people. I'll choose to see people for who they are beyond their trauma. Because that's what I need most. It makes sense that I should give other people what I want and need most from other people. Um at least that's my, you know, genuine intention is to like, how can I most help other people? Well, maybe if we are all connected and the same, I should give people what I need, provide for people what people don't provide for me. And yet, I, I you know, I felt just so I, the whole thing has backfired and these people just use that as an opportunity to take advantage of me and manipulate me and undermine my own energy and stability more. Um, and then creating more trauma, and, and the, which I need to process, which then makes me become a toxic person, and then I hate myself for being toxic, and I traumatize myself more, and it's just like this whole cyclical feedback loop. And, uh, and it's just like an interesting paradox, where on one hand, it's like, yeah, maybe these people should all die, maybe I should die. I mean, goodness knows, I would love to end this suffering. God, God knows. I, I will do anything to and this suffering um and facing my own death has in every area been a really really great way to end suffering be reborn let go of uh past identities and uh, but i don't know i don't know how much facing my own death has helped me process the physical memories of trauma I mean, it's like my whole life, even to the current moment, has just been about how do I allow myself to be vulnerable enough to approach people and make connections with people. Essentially, my life's meaning is to be able to see a girl that I am attracted to, who's also attracted to me, on the street, and be able to, you know, say hello and uh, kiss her. Uh, and that confidence and that sense of stability and of self-perception is something that I have not been able to. I mean, I'm just, honestly, just like in the past like two weeks for the first time, this has happened twice. I've been able to be stable and, and flowing in my own self-perception enough to say hello to two women. This is something I've been working towards my entire life and has not been possible because as soon as I enter, uh, you know, 15, 
10, 15, 20 feet, 10, wait, no, I mean, 15, 10, 5 feet from someone because so much of my body holds the, these, this trauma. It creates this cut in the vibe of self-perception. And then the people walking by me, see instead of seeing me as an attractive guy, they'll see me as a, you know, broken, uh, uh, heathen or, uh, someone who they just project whatever fear they have. Maybe, you know, I often get this thing of, you know, uh, like maybe I'm a sex offender or a murderer or just the worst things. I somehow hold this. I guess because people put that onto me, you know, in middle school and high school, girls would say this to me when, when I would try to reciprocate their flirtation that they initiated. And I took, I didn't, because I didn't have, I wasn't allowed any autonomy or boundaries or safety at home. I didn't have any sort of tools to uh, not feel influenced by that, to know that that's not who I am. I mean, because I didn't have any autonomy, I would just pick up on any suggestion that anyone would give me and take it to heart and be like, am I being this way? Am I doing this? And so now there's just this... uh, Stuff that really is dysfunctional and painful and feeds back on itself and, you know, makes me want to die, makes me want to kill myself. Uh, And maybe I will, and maybe we all will just uh, leave these bodies. But, I mean, it's just like, on the other hand, it's like the only reason I want, I would kill myself is because... I'm so frustrated because I know how simple and easy and clearly laid out it is for us to have a completely utopic, beautiful existence. All of us, everyone who's alive today can spend all of their time taking care, feeling, feeling good, taking care of their bodies, enjoying one another in all the ways possible without any limitation. It's just all right there, and yet, and some people are there, but it's just like the people who are there, the people who are not traumatized, who can see themselves and love their bodies and share in that love with one another because of that, they don't open up to the people who need love and care and help. And the people who need love and care and help are oftentimes because the pain and the distortion of the suffering is so great, they they let go of who they are and they just become hosts for this, these energies just to keep playing themselves out. Um, and it is a strange and heavy um, time where we're being asked what do we really feel about death and the death of ourselves and the death of others and um yeah this true utopia is right there right around the corner right just laid out overlaid uh on top of the grid reality of toxic inhumane energies that we have been conscious, semi-conscious slaves to and who have sold our souls to 
the greed and the physical um, manipulation and deterioration of the beautiful earth. But this tr true utopia reality is like, it's overlaid on top. This grid is like a couple, two or three feet on, on top of the, on top of the, the plane. It's like, you know, to like below. It's like feet to knees. And the, the utopia is laid out on top of it. And yet we're all, and we're all experiencing this utopic energy of oneness and interconnectedness and knowing this full cycle of the circle of reality and who we are and how everything is just this one internal external thing where space outer space is the same as inner feeling and imagination is the direct source of all things that we can play in and create from and yet we're all starting off we're all grounded still in this this matrixy grid of horrible suffering and toxicity. It's all where every every movement starts there. And so even though the majority of the space that we're in is this utopia, we're still coming from this grounded place of toxicity and death. And I sense that this utopic grid is going to continue lowering and pushing the toxic grid down into the earth and as that happens the earth will transmute it using whatever forces are necessary to extinct this energy make it extinct and as soon as it integrates from space into the the ground of the earth that will be when this integrated utopia happens and until then, as this as this stuff continues to get squeezed and pushed in on itself, it's going to um, not explode, but it's that energy is gonna is going to be played out um, in all the ways that it has been, and you know maybe through natural disaster, maybe through death of people. Maybe how do we feel about that? What what's our role? How do how do we uh, handle this and work through this from the perspective of lessening suffering for everyone, self and other, in in equal importance and balance? Um, I don't know. Let me know if you have any ideas. Um, please, if you get anything from this podcast, or you know feel anything about this please let me know it really would help my survival to hear some feedback from someone or anyone um yeah also there's stuff on the patreon there's bonus stuff subscribe to the patreon it's 10 bucks 11 bucks a month um that would really really help me i don't know how i'm gonna make any money i do know that i don't I can't force myself to feel motivated to do any work other than this work, other than the things I'm already doing. So um, if I don't uh, find a way to support myself doing this podcast and making music and making videos in the next month or six weeks, then 
I might kill myself. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what to do. I, I know that I, I just, being honest with myself, I know that I don't, I don't have the capability of forcing myself to do any other sort of work. So please let me know if this provides you with anything or if there's anything I can do for you or to change things to make them more valuable and useful to you. Please let me know. That is my intention with all of this. I'm doing this in like a, you know, into the void and it's difficult to tune into a grounded uh, way of servicing others when I don't have any feedback from any from any other people. So yeah, let me know. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs>